0: Hello and welcome to episode 68 of the Unrenowned Podcast where we talk about Siege, what we like about Siege, what we don't like about Siege. I'm Ryan. I'm Chris. And this episode is actually all about what the community likes and doesn't like about Siege. That's true. Well, mostly what they don't like about Siege. Mostly. Or what they would like to would like, like about to Siege. Like about, yeah. Yeah. We're uh, doing our community wish list today since it is that time where you send in letters to Santa. We'll make sure you get these letters in before Christmas. Even though this episodes after Christmas, don't worry, your letters have gone in to Santa and they are on his list list to deliver
1: you know what that reminded me of that would like to like to like message. they don't know that we know they know we know <laughs> this is a friend's reference that's actually don't a pretty know funny about episode. we know we know they know then you need to but watch they know it that know. we know that they know that we know yeah it's pretty good
0: um so you threw me off what was i talking about oh yeah come to your wish list it's in santa right? if you didn't if it's you didn't inside santa it's it, oh, okay <laughs> I didn't know he ate the lists that or the letters that were sent in. Put them in the cookies. I guess you got to dispose of them somehow. It's a lot of letters. Put them in the cookies. The, he gets the cookies at the
1: houses. He's already gotten the list at that point. Mm. Yeah, that maybe could, he feeds them to the reindeer. That could be a pickle. He'd like you know, shreds them That's up with the reindeer, reindeer, snack. reindeer feed midnight midnight snack.
0: Sure. Reindeer's like bark, um, right? And bark is from trees, and paper comes from they trees. Actually,
1: sure. Okay. It's like um, Zelda when you feed your horse to make you go faster. That's a thing, right?
0: Uh, Well, in Ocarina of Time, there's like a carrot meter.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it's like the same thing with your reindeer. You just feed it your... Paper.
0: Paper. <laughs> your letters <laughs> that you've received from children all over the world. And Siege players. Anyway, if you didn't listen last week, we did our wish list for Siege. We had our kind of top... It wasn't even a top 10. It was just like a huge list of things that we want Siege
1: to do. So if you are... In other words, known as a foreshadowing of year five. Yes. I was going to say... That's if, what we should have called the episode. If you're a developer. Year five foreshadowing. Yes.
0: Make sure you go and listen to that one. If you're siege developer, go back right now <laughs> listen to that one and put all those things in. Uh, but yeah, we're going to go through the community's wishes today. We had people send in messages um, through anchor.fm. Uh, so we have some... We're going to hear the lovely voices of our listeners today, as well as some... Um, Messages in the Discord. Yeah. So we'll read those out. Uh before we get into that, we should mention that we are sponsored by Mamba Energy. Uh, if you want to support the podcast and also if you want to drink a delicious energy drink, you should go check them out at Mamba Energy.com slash R6 Pod. That way they'll know that we sent you over there. It's I mean, I don't know what else I can say about it other than it's a delicious energy drink.
1: It is pretty good.
0: So they have two flavors. Go try one out. There's one that's like it's jungle berry. It's kind of like a like a red raspberry yeah like basically your basic like red flavor right and then there's blue buzz which is more of like kind of a sour punch type of thing otherwise there's your
1: basic blue flavor yeah blue (laughs) like a
0: blue raspberry type of flavor yeah uh they're both delicious they're They're, shaken mustard
1: (laughs) chris likes to shake it
0: clean energy sugar-free no crash like it's it's really great like
1: you feel it when you drink it yeah they have this ad that like shows like a bunch of red bulls like around a around a computer or whatever and then, like, they take all the Red Bulls off, like, 70 of them, and then they just replace it with one yeah. Mamba Energy can.
0: Yeah, so one can of Mamba Energy is equal to 75 servings of Red Bull, like, energy-wise. That's nuts. So, um, anyway, yeah, go to mambaenergy.com slash r6pod. You can get a free trial if you start a subscription, and that will give us a little kickback and help support the podcast, and then you can get some delicious energy drinks. So, go yeah. check that out. All right, let's just goodbye. <laughs> now that you've heard all of our ads, see you later. Uh, let's dive into these wish lists. So I think we'll just start from the most recent one and just kind of go through, or the start, so not the most recent, but the most the oldest. Yeah, uh, the so least recent, least recent,
1: sorting by old,
0: least recent to most newest. Yes. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> this first one comes from Holden. Uh, let's listen to what he has to say.
1: I'm Holden and what would be on my Santa's wish list for Rainbow Six Siege would be the ability to pick up dead players' weapons and ammunition and maybe secondary gadgets, not main gadgets, because that would be way too overpowered. But if you want to use somebody else's weapon you can pick up their weapon. Like they have it in games like I'm pretty sure they have it in Battlefield and other games like that. But I think it would be really useful to have it in Rainbow Six Siege.
2: Okay, so
0: first of all, obviously, this is a common feature in a lot of games. Yeah. Um, obviously, something like Halo has that. Yeah. Um, can You You can't really drop weapons in Call of Duty, can you?
1: Yeah, you can. Can you? you yeah, they drop. You
0: switch, okay, so you can Call of Duty, Battlefield. Battlefield,
1: he um, said it, it's pretty sure it's in Battlefield, but I'm thinking about it. Maybe I just don't pick up guns. You can. You totally you can. Definitely mm-hmm. can. I yeah. know you could it's, like in Battlefield 3 and 4.
0: It switches like your whole class, I think.
1: No. It's, it's like really because- weird. I know in Battlefield 3 and 4, it, it wouldn't switch your class, and it was no. like you could have a sniper rifle as an assault.
0: Oh, I, I know I've done it in Battlefield 5, and I think it does okay. like change your it's class, but your I, class. I could be wrong.
1: Um, I know it is dumb in Battlefield 5 when you are a pilot and you jump out. You're like some random nothing class. Yeah, the,
0: you don't like have a regular have weapon. Nothing. It's really yeah. weird, which kind of makes sense, but it's annoying.
1: Anyway, this, this podcast is about Siege.
0: Um, well, the most similar game probably to Siege is Counter-Strike, which you can do the same thing. You can drop your weapon in yep. Counter-Strike and pick up somebody else's weapon.
1: So Which is actually huge.
0: Yeah. So I guess the question is does this work
1: well in Siege? So my the thing I was going to say was like in Call of Duty, like you die and you're <laughs> gonna say reborn <laughs> and you respawn. Um and that happens over and over again. So it's not like a huge deal like getting other guns, but with Siege, you have the problem of like a Jaeger killing I don't know, thermite or something, or kill or team killing maestro taking his Alda, and then you have a three-speed running around with the Alda. Yeah. Like, that's a Jaeger just killing really anyone on attack, an Ash at the very beginning of the game, and he has her R4-C. Mm-hmm. Then you have Jaeger running around with their R4-C, and it's like, well, is that fair? Yeah, I
0: think, yeah, the biggest problem here is that for Siege, the operators are balanced. Like, they're in they're unique operators, where none of these other games that we're talking about has that. I guess Battlefield's the closest, where it has a class system. Yeah,
1: But even then, it's like... It's not as big of a deal if you die because you're reborn
0: right and yeah and siege like they're just all based so heavily like the, the weapon that the operator has is a huge part of their balance um yeah. and that's why you see operators like i'm trying to think of a good example of somebody who has like a not very good gun because their gadget's really
1: good oh nook <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh wait that's just both of them are bad <laughs> um but I, something like smoke a, right blackbeard's
0: gun has a lot of kick to it sure yeah exactly or somebody like smoke, you know, his his gadget can be really crucial at the end of a round, so his guns just aren't really all that good. Um so, yeah, that like I I don't love this idea. The 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 thing I would say though is that it seems pretty uncommon that it would happen that you would actually go pick somebody up because I'm thinking of like Dokebi. Obviously when people get killed, they drop phones, and how often when a phone is dropped is it actually hacked and you get cameras? Yeah. You know, like it it seems like that's like maybe not even 50 50 might even be less than 50 50 if that happens yeah that's a good question how but then but then if you're picking up stuff from your your allies as well then that does become more problematic which is something i hadn't th- thought of until you said it
1: yeah I, I could easily see the team killing going on just to get or even if it's not team gun.
0: killing it's just like you know your colleague gets picked off at the very beginning oh, of the round on like yeah, a spawn peak or something colleague.
1: And then, you know, your... Now, you, as your secondary weapon, you've picked up Kali's yeah, sniper your, rifle. Yeah, your
0: Thermite picks up Kali's sniper rifle. And it's like, good. We traded Thermite's, like, not that great gun for Kali's sniper. Yeah. Or something. So,
1: I'm not a fan, but, hey, you do you. Yeah, so with my two hours of Doki B play, I've only hacked cams 13 times. So, that's, like, that's a very small fraction of the rounds.
0: Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, maybe it wouldn't happen all that often, but I would be worried that it would just like really break things when it does. Yeah. So I'm I'm going to go no on that one. All right, let's hop over to the Discord and take one or two out of there.
1: Our first one from the Discord comes from Steel Switch. He says, a game mode where anything goes, no limits on which operator you choose, no matter which side you're on, no limits on how many of the same operators are in the game, just plain fun. So I think this goes a lot actually with like our custom game ideas. Where, like, just let us have more options in custom games. And you kind of had the idea of, like, let there be four sledges if you wanted to. Kind of like that um mm-hmm. Doc, Doctor's Curse yep. event. Like, yeah, I think this would be really fun. And game mode where you can just do anything. Mm-hmm. and I mean, that goes along with just custom game options.
0: Yeah. Uh Yeah, I think that slots right in with what we were saying about custom games. So, good idea uh t jacob y2 in the discord says please allow me to pull out a grenade without cooking it press g or whatever you have it bound to and then you use the mouse to cook and throw it it makes it easier to move while cooking your grenade so this is a problem i never actually really realized existed because i have my grenade key bound to a mouse key so like it's just no problem to hold it but i Mm could see if you're trying to hold g while you're also like moving yeah it's very hard yeah like that seems like a problem that seems difficult so I could see, like, yeah, give me an option where I can toggle grenade and pull it out like it like a weapon, mm-hmm. and uh, like a
1: primary gadget. Yeah, now where you pull it out and then you press to deploy. Mm-hmm. Except you don't do that with like Valkyrie cams. What do you you do that with? Exothermic charges you can pull out. You, you do it that with you deployable stuff. With deployable stuff you do you don't with the throwables. Uh huh, and that's so, including
0: secondary gadgets too, like deployable shields and deployable cameras. Yeah. It's the same thing where you pull it out and you can hold down. With the advanced
1: deployment, you hold down uh, the mouse key. I would say I want that for all gadgets to be a thing, but at the same time, I would be very frustrated that I had to press a second key if I needed to throw like a flashbang fast or something. Mm-hmm. But it would be cool to have it where frags, you can like press it and then like move where you want and then start cooking it.
0: Yeah. I think I would say the best solution for you, TJ Jacobs, is probably isn't going to happen. Find a way to bind it to a mouse key or some other key that's easier to reach than G uh, yeah. and then go from there. All right, should we get another one from Let's the voice recordings? This is Draven. It sounded like he had a little issue with his recording, so you're going to have to forgive the uh, audio quality on this one.
1: Hi, I, um, I'm sort of new to your podcast, but I
0: personally would think that Rainbow Six Siege would
1: be beneficial to add a better Alpha Pack system instead of getting like 3% every match. You get it up until maybe like some lower levels, uh, like level 90-ish. You would get an alpha pack after every level. Hope you guys are having fun. See you. What do you think? Uh, yeah, Like, I agree with him that the alpha packs, like, you don't get them very often. And uh, it would be cool to get them, like, every level, especially mm-hmm. until, I mean, I would be fine with it being after level 90 because you're leveling up so slow right where a level should give you something like that was one of my biggest things i want levels to do something or to mean something or just Mm -hmm. be something so i guess yeah i do like this idea
0: yeah i do too uh if if nothing else it just gives like you're saying gives meaning to leveling up and i would even do like make it speed up as you get higher in level as far as like because obviously once you're higher in level it takes longer to level up so i would do like every single level you get one like i don't know say 100 plus or something and before that maybe it's every two levels or every three levels or something but uh that'd be really cool the thing is if they were to change that now they would have to go back and gift everybody alpha packs for all the levels so everybody would just get like this influx of like 200 alpha packs or something because like people oh would yeah lose their free.
1: minds that's true that people have lost their minds they go i didn't get it yeah so um <laughs> yeah exactly but- i would not be mad at all
0: I mean, I would be a little disappointed if, like, I find out that anybody who buys the game today is getting, you know, free alpha packs for every level where I got none and I'm level 180 or whatever.
1: Yeah, I still wouldn't care. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't be mad
0: about it, but I'd be like, oh, (laughs) that's as far as I'd go. Oh. Okay, let's get another one here from the voice recordings. This is from Fuse Me Daddy.
3: I think Rainbow Six needs to work with the community more to add content that they help design. I have seen many great operator ideas in the Unrenowned Discord and on Reddit, and I think Ubisoft should work with those, balance them, and create some that the community help design. This should also go for skins. They also need to fix uh, custom game modes and let us have more fun and just be more creative doing that. Overwatch has like, a great system, and I think it could work just as well for Rainbow Six Siege.
1: I think this is a good idea. Yeah, I I like the idea a lot of like the development team looking at... What the community has done and taken. I think they have definitely in the past before looked at things and been like, yeah, okay, we should do this or like, mm-hmm. let's take that into account. But especially what he said best, I really, really touched my heart was the underground community Discord has a lot. Yeah. And they should be in there. I don't know why they, maybe they are in there under, yeah. they probably are. Let's be real. They're, totally, they're probably in there under like totally. aliases, so we don't know, but.
0: Uh, What I would definitely say is like cosmetic stuff. It'd be really cool to take stuff like Siege has so many artists that are like doing stuff, community artists or whatever. Like it'd be really cool to take skin ideas from them or um, even like operator design ideas from them. Like if they say, okay, our next operator is going to be from this CTU from this country. And then like people submit designs of, you know, what that operator might look like. That'd be kind of cool.
1: Also, random piece of thought that should have been announced earlier in the podcast. The core development team for Siege is changing. Yeah. Did you know that? I did. This just happened. They had just took had a video come out and they said that they're changing basically they're like main their top two guys over yeah. um game design and creative something, mm-hmm. rather. So they're changing to like another guy that's been with Siege for a very long time. Yeah. And they're just changing the core team. So I don't know if that means anything or not. I mean,
0: probably not. I think that, like, probably the next year of the game already is, like, mapped out, right? Like yeah. So, and and then also I think that the people who are taking over have been with Siege for a long time and, like, have the same vision for the game. I don't think we're going to see any huge differences here. Oh, um, yeah, that is, it is an interesting note. Um, it would be interesting to see if there's anything that's, like, maybe has been nagging at these people who are coming in to take the new spot that, like, wasn't, you know, some issue that they see that the other people didn't think was a huge issue, and like suddenly that's just going to get addressed because now this guy's in charge, yeah. right? But yeah, anyway, back to the community content. Um, as far as like gameplay stuff, like suggesting actual operators, like how could they do that? Like, could they have some sort of official submission thing or like? You'd have
1: to go through thousands and
4: thousands. I know because there's going to be so like, many terrible too.
0: ideas. Like, how do you curate the good ideas? Other than and see the problem is like the good ideas are like oh you posted to Reddit and it got to the top but there's so many variables there it's just like somebody didn't express it well enough like in the way that Reddit likes or they didn't like they didn't do get a graphic for title. it or yeah. yeah or the title wasn't good or it wasn't at the right time that they posted so like the there's so many other variables there that aren't gonna mm.
1: pan out. I mean I think their best option is just to go to the unannounced community Discord. And... I was
0: actually going to say do you think they should just call us in? and meet have a meeting with us and we could present to them I the would very ideas. gladly
1: take that as my job to to <laughs> scan ideas and to tell them what's good and just exactly what they should do yeah
0: totally we do it already
2: I mean yeah
1: <laughs> so They what's... do they listen all the time no should they listen all the time yes I mean, oh you know what we were just talking about this last week it would take tons of time right to sort through like the thousands of submissions and stuff there's something their artists can do <laughs>
0: You are just determined to find something for artists to do when I'm
1: sure they're very busy. One of our uh, mods, Justin Friendly, is an artist for a video game, and he like went doing all the things that they probably do, and then like lots of other things. Like, yeah, okay, they probably have a full plate, but this might be another thing that they can (laughs) work on in
0: case they have extra time.
1: (laughs) All right, let's hop back over to some of the Discord ideas. TL Barrett says matches in rank being first to seven instead of first to four. He knows it's not a popular opinion, but it would increase the depth of play in ranked matches. Okay, so Counter-Strike's average match length is 45 minutes. Siege's average, by my rough estimate, is like 30-ish minutes, somewhere mm-hmm. around there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I feel like both of those are accurate from like thinking about when I was playing Counter-Strike a lot. Like, yeah, they were less than like 45 minutes. Siege, yeah, it's about 30 minutes, depending on if it's going to go like 5-4 in overtime that's different. Right. Um, I think versus 7 would be fun. Like I w- I would play it, but at the same time, like that means I play less Siege or less games. Like my ten placement matches at that point would ta- I guess the same as Counter Strike though. But my ten placement matches would then like be taking a long time. That would be like three or four nights of Siege at that mm-hmm. point. Yeah.
0: Uh, I mean, this is almost double the number of matches though, right? Because first to four, changing to first to seven. That's yeah. that's a seventy five percent increase. So like that we're probably looking at something closer to hour long games. Yeah. You know, um, honestly, I feel like the length of a siege match is fine as it is right now. Like it it can already get pretty long and I, I don't always have 45 minutes to sit down and commit. Even when I'm like, when I'm planning to sit down for three hours and play, it's like something could come up that I can't wait 45 minutes. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'd like, I would see myself dropping out of far more games than
1: I do now. Well, especially like when it gets later at night, like, Oh, we have time for one more. now it's like, can't dedicate time to one more of these matches totally i just can't it looks like this match like phase versus liquid it they go to seven it was a seven five win and that one lasted 55 minutes yeah
0: and so, obviously it's different in pro league like it may be faster or maybe slower i really don't even know but uh probably slower because they, yeah, they tend they, to go to max
1: time They yep this one this round is ending at 12 seconds
0: lion in the discord asks for old lion back which is definitely not happening. But uh, keep, you know, fight the good fight, man. Do what you got to do. Uh, here's a few that are all sort of along the same lines. God Egg says, "I want my old SMG12 recoil." Mm. TL Bear says, "While we're at it, give the SMG11 its ACOG back." Buzzard Jaman wants a four sixteen CA cog, and God Egg also asks for an SMG12 ACOG. <laughs> so, and then Drift Away asks for a new buck shotgun with a dual shot, fires two shells at once buckshot shotgun so not necessarily buck but buckshot shotgun um it it would be cool to have a dual action shotgun like like we had in uh in showdown which i guess was just the what's it called boss g yeah which is slugs but it would be cool to have a a, a double barrel buckshot shotgun where you could like alternate fire both of them at the same time yeah that'd be really cool um, but anyway, like all those ACOGs, like definitely not coming.
1: No. But funny. But yes. Good good things to give to Santa. That's like Santa's that's some of the stuff he feeds to his reindeer. Right there. <laughs> well, that's just reindeer food.
0: Well if I mean, if Christmas wishes are are for anything, it's for dreaming big,
1: right? Yeah. Good point.
0: Here's another uh voice submission. From Everblight.
2: The thing I wanna see most in Rainbow Six Siege is the new operators actually starting to change the meta or bringing in new play styles instead of just revamping things we already have or shifting things other We already have the new sniper character was good,
1: but something more like back when like Mira came out or something like that would be best in my opinion. Okay. Yeah. When he first, when he first said this, I thought like, well, Callie actually changed it pretty much. And he mentioned like Callie kind of did. Um, but he's got a good point. Like, the last couple are just things that we already have in the game, and they haven't really changed the meta all that much. Right. Like, I mean, obviously, good luck and Mozzie, they're like, it's just area of effect and, like, drone denial, and that does change the meta, but nothing like Mira or Echo or Legion. Like, that's really changing things up.
0: Yeah, I mean, you look at Nook and Warden, those are, like, very similar to ops that we already have. Um, Amaru's certainly different, but, like, it's almost like they were afraid of how different she was and so they intentionally made her very weak. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um and then Goyo, he's like he's kind of different but in, in a way he's just like a kind of a worse smoke sometimes, you know. Yeah. Uh So, yeah, like it's it's been a long time since we had somebody really significant and somebody like Mira especially, like Mira like completely rewrote the game. Yes. And we haven't had Echo that as well. Yeah, we haven't had that since Mira, I don't think. Like I can't even think
1: of I guess lion, but he more just broke the game. Yeah, there's a difference between rewriting and breaking. Mm-hmm. Um, I can break anything very easily. Sure,
0: and you don't even know how to write. So,
1: Well, write. You can write your name. Right. Yeah, I'm saying write. <laughs> very funny. As in like R-I-G-H-T, but W-R-I-T-E, but it sounds the same, so it's like a play on words. So it's like write.
0: Have we had any operator ideas that are like significant on on the Mira scale?
1: Obviously. Let's go back and check. I'm trying to remember what our ideas even were. Um, someone that can like refill reinforced walls again. Yeah. Would be, I think, pretty big. Yeah, that would be huge.
0: I mean, I think some of the biggest ones that I can remember would have been like um People who have a gadget that shoots in something that like makes white noise or like a camera that drills through a wall—some of those kinds of things are probably the biggest. But even those, like those, aren't completely shifting the game. It's just like another way to get intel or another way to deny intel. Like, I guess, I guess some of the ones we've had that like might be more game-changing are things to do with like drones. Like we've talked about a drone that could like yeah. go in and breach a wall. Yeah. Um, but even that that's really not game changing. like I, I, th- I guess like maybe we're past the point where you can really be game changing at this point without like just completely breaking it a defender who could put up barricades that would be game changing that would N- be. not defender an attacker
1: an attacker but yeah I don't think that would break the game no it wouldn't at that all that would be very interesting even if they were just regular barricades oh wait hold on we've we've talked about this castle on attack yes
0: yeah, so we've talked about this many many times <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh yeah, that would be that would be something. Or someone that could um uh just fly. Oh yeah, totally. I think part of the problem is like now they're thinking about like when they make an operator they have to make a counter to the operator like they have to be countered in some way. Yeah. Like Mira really has no counter other than a Twitch drone coming and shooting the thing, but like what
0: about what about somebody with like a flying drone that's like a Twitch drone that could like sh- destroy gadgets or whatever. Yeah, so you could go through skylights, and you could like hide on the ceiling. Oh, whoa.
1: interesting! Yeah, um, or... or what if instead of shooting, it just shoots bullets?
0: Yeah, or explosives.
1: Okay, it would, that would you're just or just those grenades out. That would change the game.
0: Yeah, it just like it just leaks grenades as it as it flies around. But it's, like, it's boop, it bullet it's bulletproof too.
1: Oh yeah, of course, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> the only way to kill it is to melee it, but you have to ask below enough.
0: There's some sort of little flying drone would be no, kind of yeah. cool. Um, <laughs> that would be way. You fun. could you could engineer a lot more accidental team headshots with that, like oh flying oh, a yeah. head level around. Oh yeah, getting <laughs> <laughs> people shoot each other. In oh yeah, I don't know, like something like that would would really change the game and maybe not completely destroy it. Um, but yeah, I think at this point it's like we've probably been through a lot of the ideas that are safe and also, um major right yeah but i like the idea good 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 idea okay um i've got another one here this comes from lucas
1: hey guys what's up Uh, one of the big things i'd really love to see in siege is some sort of lfg system in game so you don't have to go out
0: to third party sources to find people to play with or solo queue and ranked because switching
1: to pc i found one of the big issues is just finding people to play with
0: Okay, so for some reason, Lucas doesn't like to hang out in the Unrenowned Discord and find people to play with. Yeah, I don't know. Which is strange and everybody should do that, you know, if you're looking for somebody. Unrenowned Discord, search it, you'll find it, you find the people. But, uh, no. I get what he's saying and this is a good idea.
1: No, it really is a good idea because other than going to the Unrenowned Discord or the Rainbow Six Discord and putting in the LFG, which sometimes you're not going to get anything, but if you just had like a place in the game where it's like hey i want to match up with people that are going to use their mics and talk and like these are the kind of people that are probably going to be your better players Mm. now that i say that i feel like you're going to need some way to avoid other players because like people will purposefully do that and then like screw your team up like i feel like just to grief Mm.
0: yeah what if you could even just have like um matchmaking preferences like i think reach had this back in the day where you could say like oh i'm like a so like in Reach it was like, oh, I'm a lone wolf player or I'm a team player. Mm-hmm. Or I'm a silent player, or I'm a chatty player. Like stuff like that. If you could say like I like I want to prioritize teammates who use mics. Yeah. You know, I want to prioritize teammates who are playing to win versus like teammates that are playing to have fun. Yep. Or whatever. I don't know.
1: It's a good idea though.
0: Yeah. Um, but yeah, it would be cool just in game and just to like, hey, just find me a group of five and let us, like, have a couple minutes to to chat and party up before we, like, throw ourselves into ranked. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, look at everybody's stats and everything. That'd be cool. All right. Let's hop back over to the Discord and grab a couple more.
1: Drifted Away wants an ability that if you finish a match, you are forcibly removed from the join a match in progress option until you quit. So when you're searching in quick matches you will join a match in progress sometimes and then you'll finish it and it will put you in another match in progress. And you're like, well, I just want to start one game from yeah. the beginning. Yeah. So yeah, like once you've joined a match, it's gotten you into a game. Then from there on out, he wants to just be searching for new games.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I really like that idea. Another option would be to, again, in some sort of matchmaking preferences, just have an ability to uncheck, like
1: join matches in progress. Keep lobbies too, just keep lobbies. Like, how Call of Duty has done this for forever is literally you just, you're in a lobby and the lobby doesn't close until there's less than two people. Mm-hmm. And then the lobby will close and it will create a new lobby at one point. But like, there'll just be a lobby and you go in that lobby and you're in whatever game the lobby's in and the right. lobby's game ends and you're just still in the lobby. Right. So Which like, is
0: actually kind of fun to like play against somebody yeah. you just played
1: against. And that's like, what, I would love that in Siege. Like, yeah. you just, you stay in this lobby and we'll just, it will show you who's the lobby and who's in the teams and you can stay there. And if you don't want to do it, you can leave. Mm-hmm. Join another match, but
0: yeah, yeah, keep yeah. The lobby. That'd be a good way to just keep people. I like that together a little bit. Good idea. All right. Um, Paco the Taco says there needs to be operator names beneath the icons on the selection screen. So yeah, this isn't something I thought yeah. of. Just because like I've been playing since day zero, you know. So, yeah. but like I totally get it. If you're joining now and somebody says like, "Hey, can I can I get a Montane?" It's like. I mean, maybe Montaigne one of the ones you know. But if somebody's asking for like a Sophia or something, it's like, uh, which one is Sophia? I need to like scan through all the icons and to find yeah. it. Yeah, I could see how that'd be
1: useful. That's that's interesting. Yeah, Benedevich. I think that's how you say your name. He you followed me on Twitch, and I was trying to figure out how to say his name. And I'm pretty sure we got down to Benedevich. Um, he wishes us a merry Christmas.
0: Yeah, thanks. I'm just I liked that as a wish list. Wish wish you guys a merry Christmas. Also, anybody who celebrates Christmas, I hope you guys had a good Christmas because it's already passed by now. But... Yeah,
5: but m- Merry Late Christmas.
0: Merry Christmas late, to all you. Late,
5: Merry, yeah.
0: All right, let's get another voice message. This comes from Six Eyes.
5: Hey, Chris and Ryan, reporting in from Australia here. I think the top of my 2019 Their Christmas is wish list yeah, would probably be a map voting system similar to what we see in CSGO where players are given two or three maps at the start of each round and are given the option to vote, with the majority vote being the map that is played for that game, I think it would be a really good way of making sure that players are playing the maps they actually want to play and would give Ubi some really valuable statistics that would allow them to see what works and doesn't work for maps on the back end and would stop the problem of getting stuck with Skyscraper three matches in a row. I think it would also be really nice to see a option on the operators menu that would allow you to see recruit uh loadouts and allow you to change them as the only way to do it right now is to go into custom games and even then you're on a timer just a little quality of life thing i think
1: so for the for the last one first of all like yes it is kind of annoying like when you pick a recruit last like oh last time i played recruit in quick match i was doing a shield thing Mm mm-hmm um, which I don't usually do that. Like, usually when I pick or recruit, it's because like I'm being dumb anyway, so I don't really mind what I get. Mm-hmm. But that is a, kind of an interesting note. Like, the only way you can do it is in custom matches. Um, as far as the voting goes, that would be cool. It would be fun to vote on. There are just two maps. I like. I get. I get the other argument of like some maps will just never get picked, which like you're right, they probably won't. Um, but then that just goes to, like maybe just do a veto system or something instead. But I like the idea of some sort of map voting, especially in casual. Yeah, and
0: we've talked about this ad nauseum, but just some influence Whatever on what map that I'm means. playing would be really, really nice. What did you say? Ad nauseum? Ad nauseum, like to the point of nausea.
1: Okay. There's a new word.
0: Uh, Yeah, it's a good one, Latin. Um, But yeah, like I would just like to say I don't want to play that or I would rather play this than that. Yeah, You know, something like that. Like either way, however you do it, I would, I would love, and both in ranked and and quick match. Like I think that yeah. I don't think it's a problem for ranked if you're trying not to play maps that you're garbage at. I guess, right. yeah, it's kind of a good point. I mean, they do this in pro league, right? In pro league, they don't they give them a they do. they get to collection like of maps map, and they ban yeah. a map. Yeah, like that's I think that's totally fair for comp- competitive play. Okay, let's do another message here. This is from Leahy Giblets. What's up, Unrenown boys? It's Leahy Giblets, rocking a few beers and thought I'd uh, put in my holiday wish list. Uh, The number one thing I'd love to see in Rainbow Six Siege is similar to Overwatch, where after a match, if you're dealing with a toxic player, just someone who you just do not vibe with, you can
1: click on their name and go avoid in future matchmaking. It's not a perfect solution. You might still end up with them depending on the rank but at least it takes one person out of your life that you don't have to deal with anymore. Thanks, man. Love the podcast. Yeah, this is good. Yep. This is, um, I, I, this, there's sometimes in Halo where people are not good at the game. And so I am purposefully so that they would avoid me. So I don't ever have to play with them. <laughs> okay. I'm just kidding. No, but there's, I mean, Halo is a good example of like people that are just like, screaming in the mic or purposefully playing music in the mic which happens a lot so you obviously meet them they're just like just avoid this player or like team killers is another one like avoid this player i never want to play with them again i played a siege quick match this is what happens to me with quick match okay i literally only play like because i want to test something for the podcast or like for our wish list i was like i want to like i I was sitting down just thinking of things i was like well let me play a couple of quick matches and just like see what comes to my mind as i'm playing through the game and like what would i want to see and so i'm kind of doing that and these two guys on our team are just, like, team-killing people. And there's two of them, so we can't kick them. And so I'm, like, talking to him in voice. I'm like, dude, like, just why? And, like, he's not. He won't reply to that question, but he, like, keeps saying other stuff. I'm like, are you going to talk to me or no? And he, like, purposely won't reply, but he'll just, like, keep saying about other stuff. I'm like, dude, like, dude, just tell me why. I just want to know why you think it's funny. But you won't even, like, engage with me in this conversation at all. Mm-hmm. So you're just dumb. It's like, I want, to invo- I want to avoid that player and never want to play with him again. Yeah. And I want him bad for life. <laughs> but <laughs> for life. it's like i don't know i do want that bad in siege yeah because well, then this like even and i'm not sure to, how that didn't get in my wish list after i had that
0: experience i don't know but this, well, this even goes to like beyond people who are like being toxic like in ways that you could report them for toxic behavior and stuff even if it's just somebody who's like this player wasn't making call outs when they could over this player was like constantly complaining about how they died instead of being helpful to the team like that's not like against any kinds of terms of service or like or etiquette or anything like that. But you, you know, if that's you just don't want to play with people who are like that, then you, it'd be cool to have it like an alternate, less severe way to just say, I don't want to no, do I'll this play the smooth brains. Yeah, yeah, no smooth brains, please. That, what can they just have an option that's in there that's like uncheck smooth brains?
1: That's I think that's part of like our LFG system. Okay, that we came up with earlier.
0: All right, we got another uh voice message from just unfriendly.
1: We probably shouldn't even listen to this one.
0: Merry
2: Christmas, everyone. This is Justin Friendly. My Christmas Siege wish this year is for mod support. The ability to import custom models and create custom maps and modes would be amazing. I love creating things for video games, and Siege is my favorite game. So I would be completely obsessed with doing it. Uh, Let the podcast power rise this Christmas. (laughs) Um, This is another really good
1: one. I um, what would be good about this is like once you do that, all the like the siege um, the Ubisoft like artists will have like more to do. <laughs> okay, <laughs> just because like they can like mess around with mods and stuff and kind of learn so that they can go. They can and and learn them. how to develop their <laughs> game. <laughs> uh, no, this would be great. I mean, we've
0: seen games like Counter Strike and Starcraft and. Trying to think of some other good multiplayer games that really embrace mods.
1: Halo has has done crazy stuff with mods already. Yeah, and that was before it had even come out. That was in flight testing, and people were going nuts with it. Mm-hmm. And even and before mods, they just had so
0: custom cool. games and Forge that like you yeah. could do a lot with. Um, yeah, but yeah, like oh, yeah. Uh, and, and I'm just thinking about like what people could do in Siege. Like you would see recreations of maps from other games. It would be super awesome. And uh, you, know, you would see. Just different kinds of cool game modes that are like completely off the wall and
1: like yeah, nothing like Siege. Yeah, this is this is how Counter Strike was born, actually. Yeah, that's literally how Counter Strike was born. Totally it was a mod from Half Life. Same
0: with uh, Dota. Oh, Dota oh, came from yeah. a Warcraft mod. Yeah. So, I mean, we've seen full Nats. games spawn out of this type of stuff. So, I mean, full genres has spawned out of out of mods.
1: Yeah. So maybe Siege should be careful with this because they don't want like. Some like Mario game to overcome Siege. Yeah. <laughs> we have seventy-five million players, but forty-eight million of them are playing Mario in Siege. <laughs> I don't think there's a danger of platforming taking over Siege. <laughs> but uh But yeah, yeah you like, never know with the artists when they start doing that, it'd that's be way what they cool. might do. And, like it's it's just such a good way to like
0: to like if you just really
1: like Siege
0: and, but you just like want to break from you know the sweaty ranked thing or whatever you just want something f- different and fresh it's a really good way to you do you want to hear
1: the funniest thing yes so working at chili's the other day and this kid is like talking about fortnite to his older brother or something and the older brother's asking like oh you play a lot of fortnite with whoever and he's like oh yeah i do he's like we're getting in like a lot of sweaty lobbies and he's like a like an eight-year-old kid and i was like that is like the <laughs> funniest thing i've heard coming out of like an eight-year-old kid's mouth yeah. like yeah we're playing Fortnite we get in like a lot of sweaty lobbies yeah
0: (laughs) it's funny like with the advent of streaming I feel like like little kids embrace streaming like it like in insane ways yeah uh and so now like the way that adults talk on the internet is the same way that kids talk in real life (laughs) and so you just hear the funniest things when you're around that age group of like probably like eight to twelve where it's like that shouldn't really be coming out of your mouth. It just sounds funny, or like, and they use like internet slang as like regular talk to yeah. adults, and yeah. it's,
1: like, it's it's just really funny. It's pretty funny.
0: Yeah, I love that. Uh, okay, we got another message here from Dodgy Don.
3: Okay, hey guys, Dodgy Don here. Uh, my wish list item would be to have less playlists. Uh, currently, we've got quick match, unranked, ranked. And Newcomer, well Newcomer's are a nice idea to look after the new fellas. Uh we all know that that's just full of Smurfs and just Toxic. Uh, also, Unranked is pretty much dead. Uh, just go back to a quick match and a Ranked. That way, even if you're playing at silly hours in the morning, uh, you're still going to be able to find a game without having to wait over 10 minutes. Uh, also, a cool idea would be to do something like Fortnite does with their cool crossover events. Uh, the Star Wars one sick. Avengers stuff in the past have been pretty cool. Uh, if we could get some cool franchises on board, do something like that, I think that'd be pretty mad. Some people wouldn't mind spending money on, uh, and we can get rid of this trash Night Haven collection we got at the moment. Thanks, guys. Take it easy. Later.
1: So I don't know if I'd say the Night Haven collection is trash. I would say it's probably not my favorite of like the ones. Like it's nothing like the um, what's that Western one called that we just did? Sh- Showdown. Showdown. Uh, yeah. It's nothing like the Showdown collection. I don't think that one was pretty cool.
0: Showdown was seventy dollars. Cool. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, artists had a lot of fun that, that's, that's what they do with their time
0: yes <laughs> they actually have jobs turns out <laughs> uh, no like I really love the idea of the crossover events We, I mean we saw the thing with um, what was that thing called that Netflix show
1: yeah Um. hold on heist money heist no but Casa de Papel was the
0: yeah I think it's money heist in English and La Casa de Papel in, okay. in Espanol um, but yeah, like, so it seems like they're willing to do this. So now if we can just get bigger franchises to take notice, that would be super cool. Um, It's weird because, like, I don't think something like Star Wars would fit with Siege. It like, cool? it would just, like, I guess we already have so many silly things already. But it just seems like it would be weird to have somebody walking around with, like, an R2-D2 helmet or something. Like, <laughs> like that just seems yeah. like even crazier than what we've already
1: seen uh, well part of the problem too is like you don't want to make the operators too different from what they are because there's already a problem where i'm like i actually don't know who that was on right. attack it was right. i think was nomad it could have been twitch i don't know it, the uniform looked weird
0: yeah so. i mean but like imagine if they got like mcu or something and like you know thermite's got a captain america skin like that would be really cool or yeah. like i don't know want like nook maybe has a black widow skin
1: or something yeah that'd be cool. Well my- could have a Black Widow skin, they're not Black Widow. Um, but uh, Black Panther, yeah, Black Panther skin, yeah, that'd be pretty dang sick.
0: Yeah, I would. Um, <laughs> that'd be sweet. Who would it be like Iron Man?
1: I feel like that's almost maybe Thatcher.
0: Uh, I mean, he's all
1: against technology, so that doesn't really make sense. But I mean, he's techy to be against it. He uses red dot sights. <laughs>
4: sure.
0: <laughs> FN laser sights. No, like I, I like that idea. And then his other idea
1: was fear playlists. Oh, yeah, fear playlist is I think is kind of a good idea. He has a good point with the newcomer thing. So I wanted to test it because I had an account that was like that I just wanted to play in ranked just so I could solo queue and not worry about it. Mm-hmm. And then I realized well if I play the newcomer, I am part of the problem because I am a smurf technically sure. a newcomer yeah. and that's not why I made this account. So I'd never played it. So I don't know if it's like that or not, but I have heard. I think I did it on an Xbox a and
0: like it seemed fine. I don't know, but
1: but if I was on PC, I feel like it'd be a different story. Yeah, maybe. Um, I think I think there are more people that get alternate accounts on PC than most other platforms. True.
0: Well, actually, on other platforms, you can just switch. Like on on Xbox, you can just get another gamer tag and play on the same. But then you license. have to buy another. Do Xbox you? I don't Live. think so. No, no, you Does don't. It work for Not on whole? Xbox One.
1: Oh really? Yeah, you
0: you can create like alternate accounts and share the Xbox Live gold. Is that is that how
1: you play Halo online? Uh through me? I, I own Halo. I know, but Xbox Live.
0: I own Xbox Live. I have Xbox Live.
1: Oh, you have Xbox Live now? Yeah.
0: Oh. I've had it for a while. Oh.
1: How is it? <laughs> it's
0: fine. <laughs> but yeah, I think the like the newcomer playlist <laughs> See the problem is like they specifically introduced that to help newcomers along. And, like, even more than not playing with, like, players who already know the game, it's just, like, a smaller map pool. And, like, I guess that's really the only other difference, right? Just a smaller map pool, I think, makes it easier to jump in. Um, So, I don't know how else you solve that.
1: Yeah, the, the problem is, like, people have a really hard time, like, playing the game. So, I had a friend that literally bought Siege yesterday. And he said he was going to try his first game. It was like last night like 2 a.m. He's like, I'm going to try my first game. And he wanted me to play with him. I was like, it's 2 a.m. And my Xbox isn't updated for Siege. And so he played like one game and says, yeah, that sucked. And I was like, what? And he was like, I just had no idea what was going on. I played one game and only got two kills. I was like, okay, well.
0: well I mean, I've played full-ranked games and finished and with less than two kills. <laughs> 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 that happens. That's Yeah, I mean, and well, that's just Siege. Like, I've, I've even had games where I felt like I've done pretty well and finished with two kills. You know? It's, like, that's... Siege isn't necessarily gonna just get you a big stack of kills.
1: No, yeah, but, like, the point is, like, it was confusing to play alone and just not know yeah. what the freak is going on. Yeah. And then to play your first console game ever without aim assist, too. Sure. It's also difficult.
0: Yeah, like, and that's the thing. is like, I don't know how they fix that problem otherwise. And then Unranked was something we begged for for a really long time, like, us personally. So, like, I don't really want to get rid of what we have. And I think we have a big enough population to handle it. And yeah. may Like, I mean... I don't know where Dodgy Don is from. It sounded Australian, but like I, I'm not, I'm not great with identifying uh, English accents. Yeah. So it sounded Australian. Either way, he's he's not America, which means a smaller player pool. Right. Right. So like maybe it's he has a different experience than we do.
1: Yeah, I don't have a huge problem with Q times. Right. And well, and, know, and we vicinity. almost always
0: play ranked. So like, yeah. So there's that, and then also we're U.S., so like that makes it easier. So it, maybe it's a different experience over over there, wherever Dawn's from. But All right, let's do one more voice, then we'll hop back over to the Discord. All right, this is from Gravy Boat B.
2: Hey, Santa, it's Brandon from Dallas. Thanks for the year four pass you got me last year. Uh, here's my Christmas list. I want the year five pass, obviously. I want more stats for customs and at least a little bit of renown. I want to be able to build my own operator from top to bottom. I want the banning process to not take forever. I want customs to suggest the teams based on rank. I want y'all to create an operator that disrupts the opponent's party chat or allows you to hear their party chat. Yes, there may be legal issues with this. I want some sort of in-game map layout that maybe even an operator could carry, giving access to the entire team. I want a bazooka on attack that can destroy an exterior wall if no reinforcements are up, opening up a uh, vision for a sniper. I want a map designed for 3v3 kind of like the western shootout and i want a game mode that allows for more than just 5v5 thanks bye
0: okay he had a lot there also he added on one more thing afterward which was to be able to trade in um rainbow 6 credits for renown so for example you know you spend a bunch like you spend almost all of your r6 credits and you end up with like 37 credits left and you can't buy anything with it it'd be nice to exchange that for renown yeah
1: uh so you had a few good ideas there. Let's let's just pick out some of our favorite ones cuz you did have a lot. Um so I think the custom games to suggesting teams I think would be really cool based on like rank and KD and all that stuff. That mm-hmm. would be sweet to be like make teams for us and it just makes the teams
0: yeah, uh, yeah, that that's, that's would be really helpful. Like what we typically have done is just like, oh, we're just gonna go random by everybody mashing space, and then we'll just start. Mm. And then you just like at least nobody feels bad because like they were the bad kid that got like put on the other yeah. team or whatever. But but then a lot of times you'll just end up with like big blowouts or whatever. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that would be nice just to like have it balance the teams for you. and Nobody has to be like, well, this guy kind of sucks, so he's gonna go on that team. <laughs> you know um also oh, he talked about like the um having an operator that can mess with enemy comms and the thing about that is like it always sounds like a really good idea until you realize that nobody uses comms like especially in game like yeah. most people tend to be on some external thing like discord or whatever um we're obviously talking about pc but even on like xbox and playstation people are in party chats um, so like there just is no comms to even use. So that ends right. up being like a useless gadget. They had this in call of duty four. It was called eavesdrop and like, it was the most was useless, itself. um, perk that you could have. Uh, but the other one I did like is the trading in r six credits one. Yeah. Uh, cause like I have, I don't even know. I think I have like 280 or something. So I probably could buy something, yep. but it's like, there's nothing I want to buy. I'd rather just exchange that for renown.
1: Yeah. Um, I think the only problem that they would have with that is like, there's the whole thing now of like, not being able to buy Renown because then you can use Renown to buy Alpha packs, which is, like, considered the gambling thing problem now. Mm. Um, But at the same time, there's, like, in real life, this is a thing, if you have a gift card for less than $5 in most states, you can go to, like, the establishment and they're required to give you cash instead of just a gift card less than $5. So I, I like that. I love the idea. I think the only problem is, like, that whole gambling thing of, or can,
0: can can you like can you buy something with uh, credits and renown? Can you like split between the two? Interesting. Because if not, like that would solve the problem. Yeah, or it's that just would. Like, no, you can't right now. Yeah, like I just want cool to buy this
1: sleek skin. Well, I guess skin use is the cash. use my remaining R six credits and then the rest with renown, and then yeah. it'll be like this will take this many R six credits, yeah, and yeah, you'll yeah. only spend two hundred thirty four renown. Right. That would
0: be useful. That'd be good. Um, so there's that. He That's, also had another soft. interesting idea with the build an op from top to bottom. I don't like know exactly what he means here, but I assume he's talking about kinda of like in a, like a Madden game or something where yeah, you're like Skyrim. create a player. Or yeah, like a Skyrim, where like you're choosing like, okay, here's what their stats are, here's what the weapons are, like this is what they look like or whatever. And that would be really cool for things like custom games. That just falls into our big custom games basket of like yeah. things that you should be able to do, yeah. mods type of stuff. So I like that too. An easy target said, I want a new ranked scoring system. As it is, if you play well, but your team is garbage and you lose, you lose the same MMR that they do. I want a system where the points you earn by doing actions in game give you bonuses to your MMR. For example, maybe every 100 points you earn in game is 10 points in the MMR at the end of the match. That way you're rewarded for being a team player using your gadget and getting kills. Maybe certain actions should be worth more than others, but I don't think good players should be punished for losing games that they did well in.
1: Okay, the only problem with this is like there's some operators where you, where the game thinks you did nothing, but you did a lot. For example, we played a villa game, where I had Valkyrie cameras in really good spots, and they clutched the round for us two rounds in a row. Mm-hmm. But I was at the bottom of the score because I died at the very beginning of the round both times. Mm-hmm. So I had like forty five points, i had more than that. It was like two hundred ten points though, and everyone else on the team had over a thousand. Right. But I had clutched both rounds at the Valkyrie camp spots. Yeah. But as far as the game's concerned, it's like no, you sucked. It's like well, no i i didn't yeah thank you like i no. had a couple of
0: rounds that night too where like i was just kind of struggling so i just picked monty yeah and it's like okay now i can just go in and like tell people where everybody is and like, which didn't give help intel. us but
1: no it did we <laughs> totally
0: like i i remember one specifically winning a round because like monty was just working um so yeah so so that that's one trick with it and the other is just like um you kind of got to remember that Siege's rank system is not something that they just like made up for Siege. This is like a well-developed system of ranking um, players in a competitive sense. And so it it was developed in chess um, by a guy named something Elo. And like in chess, it's a little bit different because it's one-on-one, right? Every chess game is one versus one. So you can effectively rank every player by who they win or lose against, mm-hmm. you know, and have a pretty reliable ranking whereas obviously in siege teams are fluid and uh you win or lose as a team. So that's where like it starts to get a little trickier with games. Um but um this is based on Microsoft's True Skill system, which is what's used in Halo. So this has been refined over years and years and years. Um and I like I don't think it's something that that we should change because you feel like it like doesn't work in your favor sometimes. Yeah. Because like you just have to assume that also as many times as it doesn't work, that it's going to even out where you get teammates that are better than you and they're carrying you to a win, right? Like, and there's, there's obviously there's going to be outliers on either side where somebody gets carried way higher than they should have been or somebody gets tanked way lower than they should be, but like if you play enough games over the course of a season, in the most for like in most cases, it's going to even itself out. So I don't think it's something that we really want to mess with too much, especially as far as like giving somebody bonus mmr for not winning the game yeah uh because th- that's ultimately what it is it's not rating how good you are as a siege player it's rating how more how often you win versus how often you lose like you have to remember that it's not rating how yeah. good you are at siege it's rating how often your team wins and how often your team loses and the
1: better you are the more often your team's going to win
0: right so so it's like an indirect ranking of your skill yeah um. yeah, there's a lot more to factor into skill than that. LSD Gaming said, I'd love an in-depth rework of Consulate. It's the only legal stage that I just hate defending and attacking on.
1: So Consulate is one of our favorite maps, but do you agree that it needs a rework? I do think Consulate needs some sort of rework because it is like, there are sites that are difficult-ish to defend and attack. I'm not sure what I do with that rework. Yeah, it's hard to say. Like, yes, I agree, but at the same time, I don't know what is what the problem is
0: yeah like i haven't ever really thought in depth about consulate and what i would fix or whatever um but it is a map like that i have frustrations with for sure even though it's one of my favorites i think the reason it's one of my favorites is because i know it very well and it's like it's just not very complicated um and obviously we've been playing it since the beta so like it's just it's like ingrained, like I don't have to think about it as much as I do with other maps. And so because of that specifically, I like it a lot. Yeah. Um, but all of that said, like I do have frustrations with it. Like yellow stairs is always a problem. Like there's just no way to defend that in any meaningful sense, right? Like, but also when I'm attacking and I try to use yellow stairs, I always feel like I'm not safe at all. So like it's just one of those weird things where it's like it always feels bad. Yes. Um but all that said, it's not even on my short list for maps to rework because our shortlist was Oregon, Chalet, House, House and Bank. Bank, yeah. Uh, Which I actually, come to think of it, I might rework Consulate before Bank. I think the reason we did Bank was because that was one that we had better ideas of what to do for it. So I'm with you. I think we could do for a rework on the old Consulate, as good as it may be. So thank you, LSD Gaming. Okay, we got two more from the voicemail, and let's hear them. This is from Jay Mortar.
4: Okay, so my Siege Witch List is pretty short. Two things. One, I want some type of training map that is not terrorist hunt with no actual threats, but somewhere where you can walk through the map with maybe pop-out cardboard targets um, to get used to guns, recoil control, um, that type of thing, gadget use. This would offer unlimited ammunition, and then just movement fundamentals, gadget fundamentals, and uh, getting used to each gun. More importantly, what I want to see is whoever downs an enemy and therefore neutralizes the threat to the rest of the team gets points for the kill, not who finishes them while they're down. Um, In a game where KD is unimportant but is often measurable and uses a staple to see how good someone is, I feel like this would change statistics drastically in the game. And that's my biggest, most important wish item.
1: Yeah, we've talked about this a lot about injures... Counting as kills for the person who injured them. Um, and the other person gets the assist. And I agree with it. I think it should be a thing.
0: Yeah, we talked about the assist counts as kill system from Battlefield. It would be really nice. Um, I like. I don't really care about it that much, but I know that a lot of people are pretty sensitive about their KD and everything and like getting the kills that they feel they earned or whatever. So I think it would be a good change. I'm not like clamoring for it, but I think it's a good change. Um, his other thing was uh the training map which that is an idea i really really love uh just something like you know those the old call of duty like courses that you would run as you were like starting the game starting the campaign Mm -hmm. right like something like that would really get or just like i mean that's just like an i like a general idea but like for siege i would get even more precise with it like i would have like um I would make it look the same where it's just like, you know, the plywood all over the place and it looks like you're in a training course or whatever, but then I would have like reinforcements in certain places. So you could play around with that and then have the pop-up targets all around and have, you know, have ladders, have stairs, like have all the different things that you might see in a siege map. So you can sort of play around with all the different elements and maybe even take like rooms from existing maps and like kind of mash them all together. Speaking of which, did you see this like leak that came out this past week? No we're just like dropping random news things throughout our thing here. But there was this leak of like, um, just like this giant, like stadium map. Like th- it was like this, this map, like inside of a soccer stadium, it looked like or something uh. like that. And it like, it just had like pieces of a bunch of maps, like together as a big single map. And people were thinking this is like the, um, the road to SI event.
1: Oh, that would be interesting.
0: Yeah. So, anyway, the the training map, I think, is a good idea. Here is our last one. This comes from Mythic. Hey, I'm Mythic, and on my Siege wish list, I think they should add a favorite charm selection. Okay, so what he's talking about here is, like... So, the problem is that I have, like, over 100 charms right now, and I haven't even, like, bought a lot of charms or whatever. This is, like, almost exclusively from just... Alpha packs. Yeah, alpha packs and just, like... they've given away. Yeah, and then, like, isn't there... Aren't there, like... 30 charms that are just like countries or something yeah like flags. country flags or whatever. And then
1: operator charms
0: yeah so like there's just a whole yeah. bunch of charms So like when you're going to equip a charm on somebody it's like there's this huge list to scroll through to to find like the seven that you think are even interesting at all right yeah so like it'd be nice to be able to just like save a certain amount of them as as your favorite so that when you go to select your charm they're just like all at the top, on the top.
1: yeah agreed that's sick
0: um i really really like how you do that. it's like a super like minimalistic idea but like i think like really really yeah, great it's good okay so that's all of the santa's wishlist submissions that we had I, I hope i didn't miss anybody but i think that's all that we got um let's talk about some of our favorites should we just kind of like list off what's on our short list right now and then break it down yeah again these whoever we choose as our top one is going to win a season pass for year five your five pass and then the runners up will get their choice of either halo reach or 600 r6 credits um okay start listing off some of your short list stuff here
1: so i like gravy boat B's idea with the um like custom game suggesting teams and his idea about the r6 credits in some way giving you renown instead of just being useless once you get down to like six of them yeah i like those a lot
0: yeah good ideas um i like six eyes map voting idea which is not surprising because we've talked about that a ton
1: yeah I, I really like um we've talked about this a lot in general but jay mortars idea about the person who gets the injure gets the kill
0: okay uh I, I like his training map idea even more yeah. than that training map i think i like better as well um i like mythic's favorite charm idea uh dodgy Don's um crossover events idea
1: yeah Leahy Gablet's avoid players yes very also good, good
0: on Justin these mod support
1: very, very good.
0: And ooh, also Fuse Me Daddy's uh community content, which yeah. I think mod support almost like goes in line like like super that. like supersedes that. It's like the yeah. same thing but better.
1: Um I, I like EverBlight's... I don't know if it's really an idea, more of like a comment though, that just like new operators need to change the meta. Right.
0: I mean it it's a wish list it, item, right? Yeah, so true. It's it could be a wish I Siege.
1: I agree with that.
0: I I agree though, like it's not as fleshed out as some of the other ideas.
1: Okay, so that said,
0: can we narrow this down to three?
1: Yes. Can we go down can we go down to five first? Sure.
0: Okay, mods. So how many do we list? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. What about the consulate rework? Is that on your short list? No. Okay. I, I like it. I like but, it, but it's not on my short list. But yeah, we're we're trying to narrow here. Alright, so we have eight. We need to get rid of three. I might drop Dodgy Don's crossover events.
1: Yes. I like the idea a lot, but I just Yeah,
0: sounds very cool, but not one of my top three.
1: This is hard. These are all really good guys. Good job. Custom game suggesting teams, I think, would be my next drop.
0: Oh yeah, it's such a good idea and it's like so unique. Like I haven't heard anybody even address that problem. And so like I really, really like it. Uh, top three, I don't know. Actually, I think we might have more than eight here. Yeah, right, let's just keep dropping. Also, he also had trade in R six right? credits for renown. Yeah, I don't think it's in my top three. Yeah, I, I think same thing though. Like it's it's like a unique solution to I a problem in that the I, game. Yeah, a problem I hadn't even recognized. But like as soon as you said, I was like, oh yeah.
1: But we had actually the same reaction when we heard that at the end of a of his edition we were like, oh
0: yeah, like totally. Um. I might drop Everblight's more unique operators just because it's just kind of like vague.
1: Yeah, I, I do want it, but there's these other things I want more. That's the problem.
0: Yeah. Okay. So by my count, we're down to six.
1: Um, I'm good to drop. The do you still have the person who gets injured gets the kill?
0: Um. Yes. But he also has the training map. Which I don't think I'm ready to drop the training map yet. I really like that idea. Because we've been talking about, not we specifically, but just the community has been talking about a shooting range for a long time. And this is like an yeah. even elaboration on that idea. Uh, I almost want to drop map voting. I was going to say map voting, but yeah, and it's, it's like, so well, hard to say. I, I like. I really do want map voting probably more than a lot of these. But the thing is that we've talked about this like, for years now <laughs> so like I almost feel like it's unfair to, to give that as like one of our awards okay like that that was basically on our list wasn't it I don't know if either of us actually said it but it's definitely been on our list before yeah it's something we've talked about throughout talked the year we talked about it on
1: our last wish list our yeah. first wish list
0: okay so I'm dropping map voting from six eyes um favorite charm
2: yeah it's really so. good
0: mythic it's so good but we gotta cut Okay, so by my count, we're down to Fuse Me Daddy's Community Content, Leahy Giblet's Avoid Players, Just Unfriendly's Mod Support, and Jay Mortar's Training Map. So we're down to four.
1: Is Training Map better or is community stuff in the game better?
0: See, the thing about community stuff in the game, again, is like it just feels like a lesser version of Mod Support. But it's also a little bit different where like they're going out and asking content creators to like, at least the way that I'm envisioning it. They're asking them like, hey, submit your designs for a skin or, you know, for headgear for your favorite operator or, um, you know, uh, operator ideas. But then like operator ideas might be able to be built in mods, right? Where people build an operator in, in a mod and then that ends up being like picked up into the actual game. Yeah. So I think mod support might just, like, cover all of that. I mean, we've seen something like Reach, right? Where in Reach, there was Forge, and people would build Forge maps. And then, like, the community's favorite Forge maps would actually get thrown into the matchmaking rotation. Yeah. So, like, I think you sort of can accomplish Fuse Me's uh, community content thing by mods.
1: I think... I, I do like that idea. And I, I like the idea of giving the artists something to do to like go through all the different ideas. Um, but I think, <laughs> I think the time would be better spent creating a training map.
0: Okay. So we're dropping community content. Yeah. Okay. So that makes our top three Leahy giblets, uh, avoid a player, Justin friendly's mod support and Jay mortars training map. So now what's our number one?
1: This is really hard. <laughs> I, I, I know what my number one is. Okay,
0: what's your number one? Mods. Mods. Yeah, I think I'd probably go with mods too because I just think about all the fun stuff that you could do. Uh, You know, I mean... Yes, you can do so much. I've played so many fun mods already in other games and like Siege is fun. I can't even imagine.
1: Yeah. Because I think along with that mod support would come custom game. I mean, you would make a mod to allow you to make whatever custom game you want at that mm-hmm. point. So, mm-hmm. I mean, see, so you can do whatever the heck you want. Yeah. Mod support would be really cool.
4: And you,
0: and you could just have, like, really silly things where, like, okay, you've got a three-speed fuse who, or, like, a tens of speed fuse who can put down cluster charges and they will just throw out, like, 50 grenades instead of four. And then, like, you, like, make weird custom games with that where, like, fuse yeah. is chasing people around and it has, like, cluster charges going off all over the place. Like... And that's, like, a really simple one where you're not even changing that much of the yeah. game. Like, you could just do all kinds of crazy stuff. So I think, yeah, we're going to give Just Unfriendly th- with the mod support idea the top wish list. It'll be on the top of the wish list that Santa receives. Okay. So then that makes our runners-up, Leahy and uh, Leahy Giblets with Avoid Players and Jane Warder with the training map. Do we want to do second and third? Yeah, that's... Or, okay. What would you write second? I think Avoid Players.
1: I think training map. Really? That would be my second. I just, the avoid players thing has been around for so long and that it's not, in, I guess, training map though, like having unlimited ammo and... It would make so many things so much easier, For at least for
0: us, for like trying to test things, but even just but, like trying to learn a gun. Yeah, trying to learn a gun and stuff. Um, And well, the thing about avoiding players is like, I don't, I can't even think of how often I've come across the same player twice in matchmaking. That's a good point. You know, it seems like it, it's, we have such a big community that it's just not that big of a deal. Maybe it's different depending on your region. Yeah. So, anyway, we have different seconds on Thursday, I think.
1: But, uh, yeah. That month support congratulations to justin friendly
0: yeah congratulations to all of our winners we will make sure to contact you and get you your prizes thank you guys all of you for sending in your submissions we love doing these kinds of shows where we get like a lot of community participation it's like so much fun to get your guys's input especially like doing these messages was fun so i think we'll probably do this format again for something else but anyway anything else before we close it out
1: no but ryan i mean what do you like i know our listeners listen to the podcast right but what else are, they wait, do they are you,
0: do? are you sure that our listeners listen to the podcast? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. <laughs> By definition.
1: But similar to the siege artists, when they're done with that, what do they do with their time? I mean, you don't want them recreating Blitz's face again. So instead, you're going to want to watch someone on Twitch and YouTube. And so to do that... That's a good point. Who yeah. could you watch? Well, Just Hello with Rios. Okay. Me. Or... Ryguy. Ryguy. W-R-Y-G-U-Y. Whatever. The better option. Yeah. Or, 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 or. You can go to Instagram and follow at just Chris Davis. Yes. Also, and then you, you can, can fill your life with fun.
0: Follow this great Twitter account called at R6 Unrenowned.
1: Oh, yeah. It's really good That great. exists. Yeah, that one's a good one. Yeah. That's one of my favorite um
0: tweeters. It's a really good tweeter. And don't forget, guys, if you want to support the podcast, also check out mambaenergy.com slash R6 pod. Chris, you excited about Christmas? Rain.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: It's already passed. It's actually my favorite so holiday. what are you talking about? Oh weird, yeah. Isn't it weird how we're like we're in the future? It's like this is kind of weird. <laughs> we're in the future. It's like a time jump. Like we're
1: we're here. You hear us Christmas. Right. But, but you hear us as post it's Christmas.
0: It's just it's so weird.
1: It's it's you hear us PC. I mean, we're we're talking PC, but you hear us PC. Pre Christmas, post Christmas, but they're both PC. Yeah, I got it. It was just dumb. <laughs> it was funny, right? I didn't like it but no yeah Christmas is actually one of my favorite holidays I'm one of the people that listens to like just Christmas music after like Black Friday or from Black Friday that's all I listen to Christmas
0: music is the best alright guys I hope you guys get a ton of siege in over your Christmas break have a really great time and enjoy the time with your family for those of you who celebrate Christmas if you don't then
1: still enjoy the yeah enjoy the the week yeah (laughs) I'm sure there's still people around you that celebrate it and it's still a different time of year so just goodbye just goodbye
0: Thank you. Ready for that.